Eternal God, our Father, how we thank you for another chance. Thank you for bringing us back again. Anoint us afresh and fill us with your Holy Ghost power that your word will go forth. And we know according to Isaiah 55, 11, your word will never return void. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. Thank you. Now anoint your people afresh. Thank you again. We bind the spirit of the enemy. We, we plead the blood of Jesus right now over every demon spirit that would come to try to hinder your people. Bless now. Loose and set free. In Jesus' name. God, we pray. And all those who love the Lord said, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Amen. 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 In Matthew chapter 28, we will come to the conclusion of, of this celebration of being graveyard happy. On resurrection morning, Matthew 28, the women went there. The angel said, he's not here. The angel said in Matthew 28, the angel said, go tell uh, his disciples. And then in the Matthew account, as they were going, they saw Jesus and they fell and worshiped him and then Jesus told them go tell my brethren to meet me in Galilee I told you last Sunday the attempted cover up they told the soldiers take the money and if anybody asks you tell them the disciples came stole him away as you were sleeping they tried to keep it quiet but they couldn't the word got out that Jesus lives <laughs> amen amen and the resurrection of Christ is the greatest single event in the history of the world he lives Amen, amen. Bless his name. So today we come to uh, verses 16 through 20. And we'll read that. Let's read it together out loud. I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible and whatever translation you might have. Or you can read it. We'll read it out loud. Make a chorus. Of this world. See, the devil is not afraid of you or me, but he is afraid of this word. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You can sling all the all you want to, wear a prayer cloth if you want to, but if you don't know this book, you won't last a second with the devil. That's <laughs> why some of you are frustrated now because you're not in the book. Get in the word. Amen. Thank you for praying, sister. Get in the word. Pray the word. Amen. 
Pray the word of God. All right, let's read story verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. Amen. The grass withereth and the flower faded, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Go ye therefore, teach on it. I want to talk about this morning. It's up to us. It's up to us. You may be seated. It's up to us. Uh, this morning, uh, as a kingdom-focused fellowship, it's up to us. At the conclusion of service, um, we have a stack of these here. I don't pass out a whole lot of things anymore because a lot of people just leave them on the desk, on the chair. So, But this right here, my pastor Elliot, uh, excuse me for being personal, but my oldest son, both our sons are pastors, all right? And my oldest son at his church up in at County Line Baptist Church in Pilot Point, Texas. I don't know if he's still doing it or not, but when he first got there, Dr. McCowan, he would pass out his sermon every Sunday. And you know how your boys try to do, they try to, he tried to re-up me about it. I said, Dad, are you doing that? I said, no, son, that, that's too much work. <laughs> be doing that. I put it up on the big screen, well. But today, I'm gonna follow in the footsteps of, of Pastor B.W. McClendon II, after we dismiss, uh, you want to come down, we have him here on the stand. This is, copy, thank God for uh, associate pastors, uh, Dr. McCowan and Reverend Sweeney, our K2 ministry, as you go out the door, you will see this on our doors, on all of our doors around the church. We are a kingdom-focused fellowship we exit to the mission field uh, to be a witness. It's up here. You'll see it as you go out. We're going to have it here uh, if you want it. God is with you as you fulfill the Great Commission. He's talking about keep us informed as updated about your encounter. St. James is a kingdom focus fellowship. We just don't come on Sunday mornings to have a good time. And a good time we do have. That's why I knew when I came here going on 25 years ago, I knew God had sent me to this church because St. James reminded me of the church of God in Christ I grew up in. And I promised the Lord, Lord, don't send me to some dead, stuck-up church. Amen. Everybody trying to be impressive. Amen. You can do that at the house. Amen. We don't run no libraries around here. 
or no, I see you. You can say amen around here. See, you can amen. And, and, and so we enter, we enter because it's up to us. See, there are some things that you must do for yourself. Wouldn't it be nice if you could have someone to lose weight for you? Say, hey, say, I'm going to eat like a pig, but could you go lose 10 pounds for me this week? <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if somebody could take your medication for you and you feel better? <laughs> but, but there are some things you must do for yourself. You go to the doctor talking about, doctor, I'm not feeling well. The doctor says, have you been taking your medication? Because if you want to feel better, it's up to you. You want to have a good marriage. Listen. It's up to you. If you want to live a prosperous single life, it's up to you. If you want to start your own business and be a multimillionaire, you can do that because it's up to you. Dr. Carter, thank you again for welcoming us. It's up to you. You have the same, everybody here can be a doctor. It's up to you. Everybody here can direct and try to direct like Carter. You got to try, but it's up to you. There are some things you must do for yourself. And the thing that saddened me today about the black community is nowadays we have a bunch of black folk who are making excuses for their mediocrity. Keep trying to blame their dead grandparents and generational curses. No. You are where you are because you want to be there. You can do better. It's up. You can stop drinking. That Coke 45. Whatever you're drinking, shaking, not stirred, whatever. You can stop smoking that marijuana. It's up to you. Look at your name. It's up to you. It's up. And, and, and the great commission has been given to the church. It's up to us every believer every believer has a responsibility listen closely this morning every believer it doesn't matter your socioeconomics your marital status your economic or your educational acquiescence if you are saved you have been commissioned by God to be a witness for him let me say that again. If you're saved, if you've been touched, been delivered by the power from on high, right. then you have been commissioned by God to be a witness. Right. It, it, it's here. I didn't get too many amens right there because a lot of folk, they don't, you know, a lot of Christians, man, they, they, don't, they don't tell them. Matter of fact, a lot of people think when we go out witnessing, we Jehovah Witnesses. Because a lot of lazy black Baptists don't tell nobody nothing but where to buy some barbecue. Now, you go down to Elgin, they got some good sausages. Don't say nothing about Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't talk about everything. We know everything. Don't say nothing about what we've been commissioned to do. That's why the devil is fighting us. Listen, the devil not fighting this church because we got a good music department or because we're in a new building. No, that's not it. The devil is fighting us because he don't want us to get the word out about Jesus. That's why he's fighting you. That's why he's fighting you. 
because he want to shut you up when it comes to Jesus. And the devil attacks us in three main areas, our finance, our family, and forgiveness. And we've been commissioned. Somebody say commission. Well, who commissioned us? It didn't come from Trump. It didn't, no, no, no. It didn't come from Abbott. It came from Jesus. Now, if you got your Bibles open, it's a red letter. <laughs> Amen. We've been commissioned. See, I don't try to make people. I, I don't try to make people. I, some, some pastors, some churches try to make folk go witness. No, if I got to make you do something, you, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Amen. Amen. We've been commissioned by Christ. Got your Bibles open? Keep your Bible open. I know some of y'all trust me, but keep your Bibles open. Y'all have a Bible. Don't have a Bible. Get a Bible. Amen. This is the Word of God. This is not some made up uh, jum mumbo jumbo. This is the Word of God. And it's right here. Jesus is speaking. Uh, uh, and on the back of this, I have my three points of my sermon. Put up on the board that you got it ready. My three points for the sermon. I'm going to give it to you. You can get it here. I want you to text it, Facebook it. Uh, thank you all for watching me on Wednesday night, uh, 8.15 this past Wednesday night, on my Facebook Live. And I'll start doing our next one on May the 16th, I think. And I may, but look, put, put my points up on the board there so... You can write it down because see a lot of people, amen. Y'all get them? Did y'all get my three points? Amen. They're on the board. Y'all fast. Y'all quick. That's right. Amen. I like it. Thank you. Amen. See, these are my three points this morning. In verse 16, we see their obedience. See? See? If you want to be blessed, obey Jesus. Nothing heavy. Because see, part of that, that's why I don't watch a whole lot of religious TV Stuff today, Reverend. Matter of fact, even when I watch me, I keep my Bible open because people are trying to be too heavy. And some of these people have never read the Bible. They're trying to be real, far out, mystical, psychoanalytical stuff. No, 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 no. If you want to be blessed, you obey what he says. See, look at verse 16. And, and the 11 disciples went away to a Galilee and to a mountain where they. Had, had Jesus had appointed them. Right, yeah. The women told them to go. See, and again, I told you on Easter Sunday, a lot of people try to use this text, proof text, to justify women pastoring. No, he didn't tell them to go pastor nobody. A woman can be a missionary. We have missionaries here. Thank God for missionary Ford and others who've been commissioned to be, but you ain't been commissioned to be over no man. Amen. Amen. Well, God knows it's going to get quiet because if you married, now if you run in your house, you got a weak man. Amen. 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 That's why some women can't stay married. They don't know how to submit to their own husband. But God didn't call you. God, you just do what God told you to do. See, see, God didn't send me here to make you act right. God didn't send me here to clean up St. James. I'm not the clean up man. Clean up, get them, make them act right. No. See, I'm an ecclesiastical male man. I just want to deliver the mail. See. Now, if you want to be blessed, you be obedient. See. They were where God had appointed them to be. And some of you watching live stream, you're not sick. Amen. You're not working and you won't get your blessing because you're not where God told you to be. We need to be at the gathering on Sunday morning. If you can go to work on Monday, you ought to have your face in the place on Sunday morning. 
you, you won't get blessed. You won't get blessed until you obey what Jesus says. Told them to go. Told them to go. They were there in obedience. See, sin is knowing the word of God and willfully doing wrong. The first sin of Adam was a sin of disobedience. And disobedience leads to rebellion. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, love equals obedience and obedience equals love. Peter said in Acts chapter 5 verse 29, we ought to obey God rather than man. See, obedience, if you want to be blessed. I tell you all the time, some people will never have nothing because you don't want no tithe. God said, bring all the tithes into the storehouse. And he said, I'll open for you the windows of heaven. God keeps his word. Amen. If you obey, God keeps his word. David said, I used to be young, but now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. And you obey God. Their obedience, their obedience, they were where God told them to be. Pastor Elliot, we live in a city where less than 18% of the population go to church. 82% unchurched here in the Austin greater metropolitan area. Over 2 million people. You do the math. And, 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 and they are just doing what people do. But we've been commissioned. See, we are to be obedient to what he says. Look at me. Keep looking at me. I won't be long. I'm keep looking at me. Are you obeying God? Well, I tell people all the time. That's why I don't pray for a man. I ask, first of all, are you saved? See, I pray a different prayer for a saved man. You understand? Are you married? See, ask that. How are you treating your wife? See, if you're not treating your wife right, I... <laughs> Because 1 Peter 3, 7 says, if you don't treat your wife right, your prayer is going to be hindered. So, right? Pray for you. God give you a new job and you shacking up. Lord, bless them in their shacking. You got to obey. Somebody say obey. You ain't got to. Well, they were where God had told them to be. When you obey God. Amen. Amen. Well, bless his name. Amen. Bless. You got a lot of folk trying to, trying to make God out of a lie. But the Bible said, let every man be a liar. God be true. Amen. You got to obey God. And not only when they obeyed him, look at verse number 17. When they saw him, they didn't give him a high five. They worshiped him. Amen. Amen. There's power in worship. See, only believers can and will worship. Amen. You can't, you, when you get saved, full of the Holy Ghost, you just can't help yourself. Amen. See, we just don't worship here on Sunday morning. That's what a lot of people mess. A lot of people think this is the church. Now, this is the church's house. The church is in us. And wherever we go, whatever we do is an act of worship. Romans 12, 1 and 2, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, which is your reasonable act of worship. Going to work is an act of worship. 
Paying your bills is an act of worship. Being married, being single is an act of worship. And when they saw him, they worship him. The unsaved cannot worship. John 4.24, Jesus said, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's why the unsaved can't wait to get out of church. They are such a big, ain't going to rest outside smoking. Amen. Some of the same folk talking about church too long. We saw Black Panther three or four times. All that kind of stuff. And that movie two and a half hour long. All that kind of stuff. Bless his name. Amen. Then come to church. They come to church, stay one hour. You know, talking about it's too long. That's why I told you a few Sundays ago, don't you mess around and make it to heaven. <laughs> See, that's why God wouldn't take no sinners to heaven. Because if you get bored down here once a week for about an hour and a half, amen. Because all throughout all the eternity in heaven, we're going to be praying. We were singing yesterday when the saints <laughs> go marching in. You talking about getting loud. That's power in worship. Why years ago, Dr. Bishop Johnson said black folks survived slavery and Jim Crow healing because on Sunday mornings, they put on their Sunday go to meeting clothes and went to the old church and heard the old preacher preach. And back then, black folk were not committing suicide. Our children were not running away acting crazy. We could leave our homes unlocked because of the power of worship. You don't believe and you at the ball bumping to Isaiah. Isaiah tell you in the year that King Isaiah died, I also saw the Lord high and lifted up and the train filled the temple. And I said, woe is me. Because when you see Jesus, you'll see yourself. When you, when you look at Jesus, that's why a lot of folk can easily see the moat in somebody else's eye, but they don't see the beam. And, but when you see Jesus, in his perfect holiness, you will just see how messed up you are. And you will join Isaiah and saying, woe is me. Because I'm undone. Worship him. But some doubt it. You always have the skeptics at church. They got a lot of folk come on something. Just doubt. Some of y'all did here. Just doubt. Just, you really don't believe. You just come to check us out. I heard about St. James. I'm going to go see. And you just come spectating, just looking, just looking to see. I wonder, if, I wonder, I wonder if he's really real. See, I wonder if the choir really real. I wonder if them deacons. I wonder if them deacons living. <laughs> Got a bunch of skeptics. And I told you all 25 years ago, just like y'all watching me, I'm watching you. Sometimes I wonder. I say to myself, I wonder if them really real. I wonder if they. Oh, amen. Well, they really live. <laughs> Some doubt it. You don't see. You can doubt man, but don't ever doubt God. See, you better doubt man, but you don't have to doubt God. If God said it, He gonna perform it. As they worship, worship takes us into the very presence of God. We experience the majestic power and magnificence of God when you worship. Him, they worship. Then, thirdly and finally, look at the commission. The, their, their commission. Their, their commission. He said, very simple. Watch these folk who try to make this heavy. Nothing heavy about it. 
Amen. I'm glad to see some of y'all already memorized because you ain't not even look at your Bible. Look at your Bible because see people try. Well, Reverend McClendon said that. Y'all we got these folks. I got this crowd around here. That everything I say, they want to try to come exegete me. But you didn't ask for Reverend McClendon said. <laughs> That's why I'm hooked on this book. Because I feel about what you say, about what you think, about what I say. Amen. Amen. That's why I stay in this book. Jesus said, somebody say Jesus. Look at, look at their commission. Look at our commission. Doesn't matter how old you are, how, how, how educated you are, your ethnicity. This is the commission of every believer. And some of y'all wonder what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm going to tell you what you need to be doing right here. Here it is right here. Hear what Jesus said right here. You got your Bibles open? Here's what you're supposed to be doing. It's up to us. It's up to you. Here what we're supposed to be doing. You got your Bibles open. Amen. A lot of folks think they not said it. This is what Jesus said. All right? Y'all ready here? You ready? Some of y'all ain't never been witnessing, have you? Set up Dr. McCown. We do teaching. You, we teach you how to do it. You have a, let me tell you what. You won't go to the next level. Come look real. Let me, let me look what he said. Look what he said. And Jesus came and spoke unto them saying, All power, all authority and is given unto me in heaven and in earth. That's, that's the great claim of our Savior. <laughs> I don't have time to do it. All authority. Amen. I don't worry about no president. I don't worry about Assad. I don't worry about uh, Trump's good friend in Russia, Putin. Because Jesus has all power. Growing up in the 60s, we were hung up with black power. But then when I got saved, I discovered who had the real power. Jesus. All power is given unto me. Heaven and in earth. And y'all running right here worry about people. What people going to That was part of y'all probably. Y'all worry about what folk going to say. Amen. Looking. Paul said, Romans 8, 31, if God be for me, who can be against me? All power. That's the great claim of our Savior. Satan is defeated. All power. That's the great claim. We had one claim from our president, make America great again. But Jesus made the claim, all power. Amen. Man, man, just be bumping their gums. Jesus can make it happen. Amen. He, he got the power. If you sick, he's a healer. If you lonely, he's a mighty good company keeper. <laughs> because he has all power. My, 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 my. Hey, hey. Boy, hey, all power. He can handle your enemies. Amen. You need to stop fussing and cussing that folk and go down on your knees and turn them over to Jesus. Listen. Because he got all power. Amen. All power. Some of y'all still want to fight. You ain't going to do nothing but stir up the devil. But Jesus got the power to handle that devil. Amen. That's why some of y'all not drunk right now, right? The people said you never would be a sober 
until you bumped into Jesus. And that Holy Ghost power will keep you sober. Some of y'all came by several liquor stores just to get here, but you didn't stop. Because that all power. Some of y'all used to slide down that pole. I tell you, they call you liquory. And somebody else made it rain. Make it rain. Make it rain. When you messed around and met Jesus, all power, all power, right? Right here, right here. Great claim. Then the Great Commission, he said to them, Go ye therefore, teach all nations. That's what the church will be doing. Uh, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's what that's the great commission. That's what we're supposed to be doing as you go. And then he said, the great commission is great because of the one who gave it. And the verb tense is this a present participle which really means the King James is a transliteration, which really means as you are going, you should be witnessing. Teaching them, that's a general phrase, continually teaching them. That's the great commission, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. That's the great commission. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Everybody know what I'm supposed to be doing. I just told you what you should be doing. Because see, some of the best pastors in the church are those who have never pastored. And there, a lot of folk think they know what I ought to be doing. Real McClendon, what's he doing? <laughs> well, now, you, since you know what I'm supposed to be doing, now you know what you must be doing. As you are going, you need to be a witness. And, 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 and not only we see the great commission, it's great because of the commissioner. Amen. He said it. I didn't say it. Jesus said, as you go, since people, you see, Jesus never told the church, told the world to go to church. But he told the church to go into the world. The unsaved are not ready for us. <laughs> Until they get saved. <laughs> so they're not coming to us. We got to go to them. Yesterday the afternoon, everywhere I go, I invite people to church. I find out where they're from. If they don't have a church in the city, I invite them, come over St. John. I try to be incognito so they don't know I'm a pastor. But many times when I start talking, they discover, yeah, you sound like a preacher. You know, I, I invite a young man. I don't know if he's here or not. I invite a young fella yesterday, come over the church. That's, we don't need to have no empty seats at St. James. If all of our members start inviting people and telling them, I'll pick you up. If you, and then some of y'all got a crowd at home. Stop leaving these folk at home when you go to church. Tell them when you leave, they leave. If you don't go to church, you go somewhere else, but I ain't going to leave you up in the bed and the Lord done blessed me with the bed. I'm going to church and you at the house like you mad. Amen. Amen. Go as you go. Told a young lady last week, stop leaving your children at home. Well, they don't want to come. So what? Life is filled with things you don't want to do, but you got to do it. Whole lot of time you don't want to go to work, but you still got to get up and go to work. As you go, he said, I will. Ah, ah, this is my great. And then the thirdly is the great comfort. He said, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. That's the great comfort of Jesus. If you're doing what the Lord says do, guess what? God is with you. 
Stop looking like I can't get ready for these drip dried looking saints. Look like you're the cruise director for the Titanic. If you're doing what the Lord said, do he promised that he will be with us even in sickness, even in death. He promised that he will be with you. Whatever you go and whatever you are going through, if you are doing what the Lord said do, the Lord is with you. Lord, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world. We must be about the Father's business. Johnson Oakman wrote how to reach the masses, men of every birth, for an answer, Jesus gave the key. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men under me. Oh, the world is a hungry for the living bread. Lift the Savior up for them to see. Trust in him and do not doubt the words that he said. He said, I'll draw all men unto me. Yes, every time I preach, I'm lifting him up and he keep on drawing. Every time the word goes forth, God is drawing men unto him so go tell it on the mountain over the hill and everywhere Uh, go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born may God bless you but I've made up in my mind I'm gonna tell it you ain't got to say nothing I know too much about him you can't make me doubt and I'm gonna tell it everywhere I go oh oh hey tell it and I'm glad somebody told me about this man on my way to hell but somebody told me Jill he died on a crawl Jill buried in a bar of tomb but I heard Somebody say yeah. Somebody say yeah. He lived. And I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna tell it. And I hope you tell it. And every time you tell it, you wanna tell it some more. Every time you tell it, 
it gets better than before. It gets sweeter and sweeter. He lives. Are you going to tell it? You've been commissioned by the Lord. We're a kingdom focused church. Tell somebody he lives. I said he lives. Tell somebody he lives. He lives. Oh, yes. He lives. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Kingdom. Focus. Fellowship. Somebody say, why you get excited? Well, if they got excited over a dumb football game. Yeah. If they can jump and down the New Orleans Pelicans beat the Portland Trail and they high five, grown men, bumping. Bumping chest over a game. It ought to be all right if to roll can have his pawns. It's Machiavelli can have his republic. It ought to be all right for the children of God to have a little worship. He lives. If you don't know nothing else, you may not understand your theology or eschatology, but you ought to know one thing. He lives. Ah, he lives. Ah, yes. He lives. And that's enough right there. He lives. Whatever you're going through, you ought to still instead of fussing just right at the top of your page on your Facebook he lives I may be broke I may be sick I may be single but when you close I've said but he lives go tell it kingdom focus fellowship go you ain't seen nothing yet the black folk trying to fight. That's part of our problem. We have to fight each other. But the kingdom is not about black or white. It's not, it's not Baptist or Methodist. It's the kingdom of God. And at the conclusion of service, you want to take one of these with you? Put it up over your, if you have a job, put it on your desk so you can. People come in and say, what's that, sir? Because our mission field is out there. It's not in here. Pastor Elliot going to come, do our invitation or number. I'm going to ask our care discipleship people to come. Maybe somebody here today, first of all, need to be saved. And uh, did you need a church home? Everybody God sent here, God have appointed to be part of this fellowship if you don't have to leave don't move now unless you move in this for this way as you come in you haven't gone to the next level till you start sharing your faith let's pray eternal God our father 
help us to do what you commissioned us to do. That is to be a witness on our jobs, at home, H-E-B, Randall, school. Help us to realize we are there to be a witness. And we are not trying to compete with no other fellowship. There's only one church in town, and that is the body of Christ. And regardless of our denominational decals, we are a kingdom-focused fellowship. We want to do what you told us to do. And if we do our best, you're going to do the rest. Obedience. Worship and commission us. Blessed now, there may be some here need a church home or may not be sure of their salvation. Whatever they need, we have people here who will pray with them and encourage their hearts. Devil, you a lie. You're not going to stop what God has commissioned and ordained. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.